Hello and welcome to The Big Picture, where we discuss both sides of the most important topics. We are your hosts, Bryce Franzen and Brandon Kyung. Today we're going to be talking about the minimum wage going up. We're recording this on the 30th, and it goes up tomorrow the 1st to 11.25 in the Portland metro area. And I believe it's like 10.25 in the other areas. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this minimum wage is not um, the first time it's changed. And in Seattle, we've seen uh, the study by uh, University of Washington... Uh, and also through the government, um, and they were looking at the effects of a raised minimum wage mm-hmm. there. And the essentially the conclusion of that study was that minimum wage workers were losing and had a net loss of one hundred twenty five dollars a month. And why why do you think that was? Uh, well, I mean, I think that it's because the businesses, of course, they want to be able to pay their workers like a fair wage and that. But when the wage or when they have to pay a wage that's much higher than what their work is worth. They're not going to be able to pay that, so they're just going to have to either lower hours or replace with AI. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, not everything can be replaced with uh, automation or artificial intelligence. Um, but if you just because you increase someone's wage and their pay doesn't change their productivity or how much they put out. Mm-hmm. So essentially, if you're a business and you suddenly have to, it costs like thirty dollars to pay your workers, and you have three workers. Yeah. If you have to pay them fifteen dollars, you can only hire two workers then. Yeah, one thing that makes me mad is something the left does is they always try to take the easiest way out. Like just raising the minimum wage, you're like, oh, more money for everyone. That sounds like a good thing in opinion, but like it really doesn't work when you look at the economics of it. So so what I'm what I'm hearing, and I just want you to make sure this is what you're saying, like on the surface, it'll look mm-hmm. like, okay, we're paying people more. These are people who uh, need like could use some more money. Yeah. You know, maybe it'll put more money into the economy, but you're saying that's the easiest, that's just the surface, you know? Mm-hmm. If you look at the uh, underlying economics, it, it doesn't work, does it? Yeah, it does not work at all, I don't think. And one thing says that, uh, or on average, only 3% earn at the minimum wage. So that's only a very small portion of our, our economy. And what I'm wondering, if that you said 3%, mm-hmm. um, how much of that, is that, do you know if that's specifically adults or is that... It's mostly, over half of that accounts for people in their low 20s and in their teens. Okay, so like people like you and I. Yeah, so it's people who are trying to like work their way up to make more money in the future. Rather than, what I really want is just flexible wages, so an almost no minimum wage. Because then, let's say like you're like 15 years old, you're just getting in the labor market. You're going to be able to get a job because let's say... Your work's only worth $7 an hour, you're, they're going to be able to pay you that. But if the minimum wage is like $8 an hour, they're not going to be able to hire you and you're going to lose out on that crucial experience. Yeah, yeah. And we know um, if it's hard to get a job if yeah. you haven't had a job previously. Yeah, because you so, have nothing on your resume. Right. This like A minimum wage job it would be normally be a mm-hmm. great entry-level thing. Uh, but it may not always be the case if they have to pay you more and more. But one thing we often hear maybe debated by the left or whoever in um, like an economics class or debate club is that minimum wage should be a livable wage. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that approach? Well, I mean, I think that, well, of course I want people to be having a li- uh, living wage, but with the Seattle report that came out is raising the minimum wage costed people around $125 a month. They were losing that money. So even if like one argument for the minimum wages, it'll increase like the velocity of money and amount of money through the economy. But Really, the adverse effects are happening. There's less money in the economy. I, I, I see what you're saying. Um, but, you know, people still say, like, it's, it's more of a moral issue. Like, if you don't have these minimum wage standards in place, mm-hmm. do you think that businesses will try and take advantage of their workers? 
I mean, it goes back to, like, the good theory in context, but it doesn't work when you get down to the economics of it. Like, I, of course, I want people to, like, be able to live on low wages, but what the minimum wage does, if, if it's lower, actually, it sets people up for the future rather than just worrying about, like, a super easy fix that will be good in the short term but really bad in the long term. So, essentially, it's unsustainable for a business to yes. continue. And then my, always, my thought is when you raise the minimum wage, what kind of limit, empirical limit is there? You know, we raised it. In Seattle, it went up to like fifteen dollars mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Uh, what, what, where is the threshold, if any? Like in theory, like, but like who's, there's who's no stopping raise, it. Who says they can raise it again? Well, of course, I think they're gonna have to if they keep following the, like the same aspects that they're believing in, because it's gonna keep or it's gonna keep causing inflation. So they're gonna be like, oh, we need to combat the minimum wage for inflation, even though the same thing just happens over and over and over again. To where it might be fifty bucks, seventy-five bucks, a hundred bucks in the future, if they don't change their views on this. Yeah, obviously, that sounds way out of proportion. Yeah, it does. Right? The inflation rate is not, you know, the Fed keeps it at like one, two percent. Yeah, yeah. It's not going at like whatever that may be to yeah. get it there. Yeah. And one thing that I saw that also made me mad is like the arrogance of the government in Seattle because the report that came out recently about that people are losing one hundred and twenty-five dollars a month and working nine percent less hours. They cut funding on that research group as soon as they realized that they're making losses, which I mean, I think that's just they're more hoping to be right rather than to help the economy. Okay, so so this report once it came out, mm-hmm. it did not have the view that they had wanted, so they cut funding. To yeah, them. like they cut it halfway through because they realized it wasn't the effect they wanted. Hmm. Yeah, that's that sounds a little more than a coincidence, you know? Yeah, because I don't want a government that's like oh, I just want to be right even though it's not actually going to help the people out. So it's actually hurting the people that they're trying to help. Yeah, I, I totally see what you're saying. Um, but one point I think a lot of people who are for the minimum wage like to make is that, uh, or not necessarily for but one point people do like to make about the minimum wage is that it's intended to be for a teenager. Mm-hmm. So, But in reality, like we see maybe a fast food worker or someone working on minimum wage is not always a teen mm-hmm. or not always a kid. Do you think that's a part of the flaw? Do you think they deserve to be paid more or less? Well, I mean, I think that they deserve however much their skills are worth. And one thing is, like, just going back, I know I keep going back to the statistics, but if you're having inflation plus less money coming in, that's like a double whammy. You're earning much less money than you could be, rather than if you would just have no inflation and the extra 125 bucks a month. It makes a huge difference. And also, when they increase it, like, they still may not have skills. And, like, let's say a team surpasses them. They may lose their job, and then they may just get zero dollars at all. Yeah, um, I think like in econ we look at price ceilings, price or like wage floors or whatever, um, and essentially what it does is it throws out the balance of the equ- the equilibrium. It throws it off, mm-hmm. right? And I get, I think in the true designs of capitalism, supply and demand should are going to be working towards that equilibrium through like market forces. Yeah, um, and imposing an artificial minimum wage mm-hmm. just throws all of that out of balance. Mm-hmm. Like, it's good for the short term and bad for the long term. I mean, like, people may struggle for a little bit as it, like, reaches that equilibrium price. But then in the long run, it'll be a lot more successful. You'll have a lot less inflation. Like, let's say you look at places where cost of living is extremely high. Like, let's say Hawaii, California, New Washington, York. New York. Those places all have well above the minimum wage. Rather than, like, you look at, like, Texas, Iowa, all places like that, 725 minimum wage, they have some of the lowest cost of living. So, I mean, 
when you have a high cost of living and you're unemployed, this is like, it's ridiculous because you won't be able to feed yourself. Yeah, yeah. I actually want to go back to a a point that you made earlier um, about kind of taking the easy way out. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think people arguing for the minimum wage often make a moral argument for Mm -hmm. it. Uh, they say like, oh, we're, we're helping people. Yeah, yeah. We're raising them in wage. We're giving them more money so they can take care of themselves and better themselves mm-hmm. for the future. Um, why, do you, why do you think people don't, aren't able to see through that and I mean, see the hard economics? I do agree with that. And I'm sick and tired of the vibe that uh, if you don't want to raise the minimum wage, that you hate the lower class, which this isn't the uh, opinion at all. I don't think anyone should hate the uh, lower class. I and mean, you shouldn't have just like, innuendos like that against just average people yeah i mean and then i think the solution like if you're someone working at minimum wage if you want to be making more money you have to make yourself more marketable yeah. and more skillful mm-hmm. right and that's that's not always the easiest thing i mean there are definitely people in situations where they can't obviously like say go to community college or mm-hmm. take classes because they're they have a family and they have multiple jobs but um i think Without a minimum wage, you know, people might say, oh, businesses will start paying people ten, mm-hmm. like 10 cents an hour. But then again, that goes back to competition is like if one business is paying 10 cents an hour, no one's going to want to work there. And right. they're going to move to another business that pays them more, causing competition in the race. And that, that competition is, is a part of the market forces that will drive the supply and demand mm-hmm. uh, towards that equilibrium, uh, which is essentially where people want to be. And when you put in that minimum wage, it yeah. tips it out. And that's all the time we have for today, sadly. We're going to let you decide for yourself whether raising the minimum wage is a good thing or a bad thing for the economy and the lower class. Yeah, and also check out the uh, WBN Twitter. Uh, you can find them at WVHS Broadcast. Again, that's WVHS Broadcast on Twitter. Um, and also check out the website uh, for more great content and news.